listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. La ciudad se llama Duke, Nuevo México el estado. Entre la gente mafiosa, su fama se ha propagado, causa de una nueva droga que los gringos han creado. Everybody that listens to this show knows I'm obsessed with the Breaking Bad Better Call Saul universe. I'm so enthralled by the, the mini storylines. I can't tell them all because there's so many characters. It's very, it's very similar to The Wire, the way that it's written. And Vince Gilligan, I've seen every episode of Breaking Bad at least five or six times. If you came into to my studio, Breaking Bad is on while I'm broadcasting. Breaking Bad or King of the Hill. It's very, very interesting two shows that I watch pretty much all the time. And Breaking Bad really, that show is about Walter White. AKA Heisenberg and this this song in the background is Negro y Azul, the ballad of Heisenberg. It's basically the Sinaloa cartel putting a song out. Saying that yo, Heisenberg, we don't know who you are up in New Mexico, but when we find you, you're dead, your family's dead, your friends are dead. Everybody who's in your orbit is dead. Esta muerto. And Breaking Bad's about Walter White and his evolution. So this guy, he's a he's a chemistry teacher in Albuquerque, making like 50 grand a year. Regular guy finds out that he has terminal lung cancer. He's just like, bleep that, man. I'm I'm start cooking up meth. And it just happens that his brother-in-law is a DEA agent, so he gets into cooking meth. He gets involved with Gustavo Fring. And his crew, who is the drug trade up north. And this guy's so good at cooking meth that you got to have him, even though he's erratic and sick and not really a gangster, right? He's just a regular guy off the street. But he's cooking meth that's 10 times better than anybody else can cook. So he's basically putting everybody else out of the market in the meth drug trade in the Southwest. So that brings in people from America that aren't happy. Obviously the cartel isn't happy, but but you have the Dons that that allow him to maneuver because he's earning, but the Salamaca family is not happy who's who the cartel underbosses. And that's the story of Breaking Bad. It's how Breaking Bad, excuse me, it's how Walter White evolves from this regular guy to someone that's pulling off hits in jail. Like by the end of by season five, Breaking Bad, the ball, Eisenberg, he's getting 10 people killed at the same time. Like, he's blowing up retirement villages. He's poisoning children. He goes complete sociopath on it. Better Call Saul, on the other hand, is a much slower moving. That, in the first few seasons of, of Better Call Saul, it shows you a lot. And, and The Wire is a lot like this. People say that, oh, it's so cliche to say that The Wire and Breaking Bad are, are the best shows. And 
that's cliche. That's a that's an easy take. But they are the best shows. There's a reason people say that. It's because they are the best shows. The Wire does such a great job because in season one, they show you the drug trade players. They show you the Barksdale family. I still can't get over Idris Elba having that Baltimore accent, man, when he's British. And you see how he really talks. He nailed, I grew up in Baltimore. He nailed that Baltimore accent. Like he sounds like somebody from the west side of Baltimore. It's great acting. But in season two, which was a more boring season, people didn't like in, in The Wire. But they showed the docs. They showed the drugs get into town, which is, which is really critical. Ain't nobody from the projects in Druid Hill in Baltimore has access to, to, to boats. So how did the drugs get to the street? And they outlined that on The Wire. They outlined the school system in season four and how the school system is a failure. So how the school system creates a dropout factory, which are kids that ultimately end up either A, like Michael selling drugs, or B, like Daquan buying drugs. And then they get into the politics behind it. They get into how the mayor is trying to cover his butt. And they have news stories that come out that aren't complete news stories because the mayor says, if you tell the real truth, I'll fire you. And Better Call Saul is a lot like that. It shows the origins of the cartel, the origins of Gustavo Fring and the relationship that he had with the cartel. It shows how the drug lab that, that Walt Jesse ultimately cooked in was created. It shows how Saul was a con man and a charlatan and, 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 and the lowest common denominator of someone that was a grifter, dishonest. It shows how his cons get bigger and bigger and bigger Then he learns, he learns the law, he becomes a lawyer. Now he's a lawyer. He understands the legal precedents, but he's not a person of high character. And it shows how his wife, Kim Wexler, descends into, into that. It shows all of those things. And by the time you get to the end of Better Call Saul, what you see is the, the, the actual arc of the show shifts. So in the early seasons of Better Call Saul, it talks about his relationship becoming a lawyer. It talks about how he built up his little legal empire and he's, he's an ambulance chaser and he's getting involved in the cartel doing whatever he has to do to survive. By the time you get to season five, it actually shows the cartel as the primary story. So Jimmy McGill becomes the secondary story. Who's actually now going as Saul Goodman. He had to change his name so he could continue practicing law. And it shows how sadistic the people in the cartel actually were. So you have the Salamanca family. And you have Hector Salamanca, who's kind of the underboss of the cartel. And he gets he has a stroke. He's unable to speak. He's in a nursing home. And we all know that in Breaking Bad, the nurse, that, that nursing home gets blown up by Walter White, killing Gustavo Fring and Hector Salamanca. But he's in this nursing home, and and his nephew, Lalo, takes over the drug trade. And the way that it's set up, you have the bosses down in in Michoacan, in Mexico. They run the drug cartel. Sidebar, I've, I've said this story before. I tried to get into Mexico once in Fort Hancock. 
And I was dumb enough to think that I could just go down there. This is this is about 50 miles east of Juarez. And I was dumb enough to think that I could just go over there and get some chips and salsa. And what happened was the, the Border Patrol agent, he was like, look, you got a passport. You could go down there if you want. But you're driving a Range Rover. And if you go into Mexico in that car, you are probably going to have a, quote, bad experience. And I was like, well, what constitutes a bad experience? And he said, sir, if you go over into Mexico driving that car, it's very highly likely that you're going to get kidnapped, tortured, and or murdered. I love how he said and or. And I'm thinking because this is Fort Hancock is, is out in the middle of nowhere. I'm thinking that because it's a small area, you know, it's a little city called Perdaxis G. Guerrero. And I'm thinking because it's a small city. It's not Juarez. It's not Tijuana. It's not one of those places where you would think there's a lot of... Well, I come to find out that it's actually called Murder Valley. And that's where the cartel really sits because the, there, there's no cops. There's no one to stop the cartel. And you're right at the border, so you have drug mules coming over, bringing in various things. And I didn't know that in my own American ignorance. And Better Call Saul does a great job of highlighting just how sinister the cartel could be. The, the murders, the hits, the, the violence, and the fact that, that these leaders, they don't hesitate to kill any and everybody. So it's just, in this show, they kill men, they kill women, they kill children, they kill innocent bystanders, they kill people. There was one scene where somebody was robbed that was smuggling drugs in a truck, in an ice cream truck, going across the border. They robbed that person, uh, a citizen, Saw this person robbed, helped untie them. Cartel killed them, killed their whole family. So it's very interesting as you get into Breaking Bad. I don't want to make too many spoiler alerts, but they ended the first six episodes, excuse me, the first seven episodes of the last season. And it ended with Lalo Salamaca actually killing Howard Hamlin, who was one of the attorneys that worked with Work with Chuck McGill, who's Jimmy's older brother, and work with Jimmy McGill. And Howard just happened to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. He was at he was at Jimmy's house arguing with Jimmy over some con that they ran on him, him and his wife. It just happens that Lalo was looking for them, and he comes into the house. Door was unlocked. He walk in, and he's screwing on a silencer. And Howard's there arguing over something completely different, has no idea that, that Saul Goodman slash Jimmy McGill is involved in cartels, involved in any of that. And he turns around to see someone screwing on a silencer, and this lights out. There's curtains for him. And I was traumatized by that death. I wasn't expecting that. And you have six more episodes of Better Call. So I would just advise people if you're if you if you like drama, it's it's very slow moving. I wouldn't advise you to go binge watch it on Netflix. I'd just say start with season season four. And watch season four and five. Um, it's very slow moving, but but it's a fantastic show. Vince Gilligan is so great with detail and so great with cinematography. And they're always, even the titles of the shows kind of give you some foreshadowing in, into what's going to happen. But it's a, it's a fantastic show. And almost, it's getting real close to where it's just as good as Breaking Bad. So I advise you to, to check it out. I didn't give too many spoilers. But Better Call Saul, one of my one of my favorite shows. We'll be back with the Lance J show after these messages.
Paragon 7 Studio. You are listening to the Land DJ Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studio. the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. Aid off like the assassin, now I'm blasting, I'm taking over. Stick you for your blue range rover. I told you, rampage your real life soldier. Been in the game since the age of 13. James Lewis. Dwelling south of the Hudson, New Jerusalem in seclusion. Uh, Using fake suit and yeah. I'm true bad. My travels like a schizo with two tabs with do-rags hanging from my pocket. Huh. What, boy? You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. The Cook's Nook, Mosaic Meals, and Mosaic Meals to go because everyone deserves a delicious, nutritious meal. We're a purpose-driven food and nutrition services group created to help organizations and their clients make meaningful improvements and advancements toward equitable access to proper nutrition and food security within their diverse communities. Contact us today to learn more about our nutritious, delicious Mosaic Meals at 512-710-6665 or online at mosaic at mosaicmeals.com. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. 